Happy New Year, everybody. Five days late. A lot of us got to uh, celebrate the New Year together on New Year's Eve. Uh, we had a wonderful time, and, uh, and it certainly wore me out, I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm still kind of uh, sleep-deprived, I think. But anyway, we had a wonderful Celebrate Jesus event, and I think everyone who came was very, very blessed. We're not going to have a sermon uh, today. It's the first Sunday of the new year. And so I just want to talk to you a little bit about our church family. First of all, I just want to say uh, for me personally, uh, it is a great joy and a privilege to be a part of this church family. I believe for many, many years that a church is only as good as the relationships in it. And I think as we grow in love for each other, as we know each other, as we work shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand, as we share our hearts with each other, and as we grow into Christ-likeness together, that is what makes for a beautiful church. That's what's really, really important, is for us to go on this journey together and loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving one another. I want to talk very briefly about uh, 2019. It, like most years, um, had a whole plethora of events and situations and all kinds of things. Every year's like that, right? We have ups and downs. We have good times. We have times not so good. Uh, during the course of a year, there's just a lot of things that happen to you, to me, to our families, to our communities, to the world that we live in, and a lot of things happen in a church family as well. Probably for the first half of the church year, we sort of came to a, a place where a decision needed to be made about the direction of the church. There were some philosophical differences as to uh, how to take and guide and lead this church. And so the decision was made. It was a very difficult decision, a very heart-wrenching decision. And uh, we incurred losses from that. And uh, it's very, very sad. However, God always has a way of helping us through whatever it is we're going through. I, uh, I'm just so amazed at that. Um, I, let me give you an example. Um, you know, Michael Prosser was uh, leading the CR band, and then Michael Fancher took over leading the CR band. And then when Michael notified, Michael notified us that he would not be able to lead the CR band anymore, honestly, I'm like, oh, my word, what are we going to do? You know, I, um, and it's like the next week, uh, Cash walks in the door. <laughs> who's, who's this guy? Who's Cash? I don't know this guy. Where'd he come from? Uh, oh, by the way, uh, he happens to be a musician. Oh, by the way, uh, he has been a worship leader. And by the way, he's led worship for CR. He's led the band for CR before. Somebody asked me the other day, where did he come from? I said, God brought him. 
You know, no doubt in my mind about that. It's just God does stuff like that, you know. He just does. He's good. He is so good to us. Another thing, in the last half of the year, we had so many people volunteer, step up, fill in the gaps, let us know they wanted to serve, they wanted to give, they wanted to help. It's amazing, it's humbling to see such a group of people who love their church family so much and who are willing and ready. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is point them in a direction. And uh, wow, so many wonderful things we've seen happen and so many good and wonderful people. Um, I just want to say a special thanks uh, to Victoria. Um, I'm not going to say anything else. I'll start crying. But anyway, uh, thank you, Victoria. I love you. 2019 is a year of transition. 2019 is a year where we certainly decided on a direction, the future of this church. And I'm going to talk a lot about that today. First of all, I want to remind you of our ministries, our ongoing ministries. The Bible has a lot to say about doing good, about good works, about good deeds, uh, doing good. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16, there's a very interesting verse that tells us, do not neglect to do good. Let's all remember that. Let's remember and the Bible tells us that when we do good, God notices. He takes note of it. Every good deed that you do, everything that, that you do in, in serving, in ministry, in giving, and helping, and sacrificing, God is fully aware of it. He takes notice of it, and he appreciates it. It pleases him. It's a beautiful thing to him, a wonderful thing to him. As we have opportunity, Galatians 6.10 says, anytime the opportunity presents itself, anytime God sets someone before you, anytime, do good. Do good to them. And then it says, especially those of the household of faith. In other words, your brothers and sisters in Christ. Especially when you see a brother or sister in need. Jump in there and help. Do whatever you can. That's what ministry is about. The word ministry, in uh, minister, ministry, it's, it's actually synonymous with just serving, a servant, one who serves. And so when we talk about ministry, we talk about ministry leaders, uh, we're going to recognize some of them in, in a moment. Just remember this. These are servants, servants for the Lord, servants for the kingdom, servants for the glory of God, people who willingly give of themselves because they love God so much. God is so good. God is worthy of all our praise. He's worthy of our adoration. He's worthy so much so that we just give our lives to him. Lord, whatever you want me to do, however I can help, whatever I can do to serve you, that's what I want to do. I just want to please you, Father. You're a good, good Father. You're wonderful in every way. And you bless us more than we can even comprehend or calculate. And so we just 
serve. We do good because that's who we are. That's what the body of Christ is. And so this year, uh, one of the beautiful things that's happened in this church is that uh, we've built a, a bigger Connect team, and the Connect program uh, or whatever you, ministry, whatever you want to call it, the Connect ministry is doing some really cool things, reaching out to our community. I love that. I love the fact that we had a connect at the park and met a lot of people in our community, passed out hot dogs or whatever else we did, you know. It was just fun. It was a good time. I appreciate the fact that at Connect we fed hungry families at Thanksgiving in Irving. I appreciate so much that the Connect team works with Angel Tree. And we were able to give Christmas gifts to children with parents who were incarcerated. What a beautiful thing. It was such a great party. It was so sweet and so good to see the looks on these kids' faces when Dwayne Santa Claus Fancher walked in. And when they got to open their gifts and all of that kind of thing. It was so much fun and so good. And doing good builds relationships. Doing good builds community. Doing good makes us better people. When we do good, we're, better, we're the better for it. Not just the people we do good to. Every quarter, Connect is going to continue the game night thing because it's so much fun. I think the last one, you know, we did some karaoke and stuff like that. and We just laughed and have a great time, get to know each other better. Friday night, as has been announced on the 17th, we're going to have our next Connect, and they're going to spend some time during that uh, just soliciting ideas from those who attend. How can we connect with our community better? What are some things that we can do? What are your ideas? What, would, what do you think would be a good thing for us to do as a church? to reach our community. Would the Connect team stand up? If you're on the Connect team, stand up, please. Just stand up right now. Stand up. Stand up. All right. Yes. And remain standing. If you see one of these people by you, would you please go and just Put your arm around them, hold their hand while Charles leads a prayer for our Connect ministry. Lord, we come in Jesus' name. Father God, we're so thankful for today, dear Lord, for this time that we get to come together and worship and praise. And so, Father God, right now, we're just really thanking you, God, for this past year, 2019. Father, you've been so good to us. Father, we thank you, God, for every victory. We thank you, Lord, for every trial. And so, Father God, right now, we want to come to you, and we just want to give you thanks and praise, Lord, for our Connect team here at Irving Church. 
Father, we thank you for these people, Lord, who work so diligently, Father, to reach out to our community, Father, to spread the love of Jesus Christ here in this South Irving community, Father, to let them know, Father, that you are a good, good God, that you love them, Father, and that, Lord God, we want to serve this community. Lord, we thank you, Father, for those volunteers who put forth their time, their energy, and their efforts, dear Lord, in service to this community. Oh, God, we just really want to be a light, Father. We really want to show people that Jesus Christ is alive, dear God, and that he sits on your right hand right now, that he loves you, Father, that, dear God, that we love you, and, dear God, that we want to show the beauty of Jesus Christ through service. And so, Father, we really are thankful, God, for this Connect ministry. We pray, dear God, that it would grow and increase. We pray, dear God, that we might continue to serve, dear Lord. And we pray, dear God, that many might see Jesus Christ through the service that these folks render. Father, it's in the sweet name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 Charles, would you hand that microphone over to Steve? Oh, don't sit down yet. Don't sit down yet. Hang on, hang on. Hold your horses. You know, Josh is sick this morning, and Maritza's in Florida for work. And so I, I wanted to recognize them today. If you are one of our teachers, if you teach a class of young people, if you work with the youth, stand up, please. Please stand up. Please do that. These are some wonderful, wonderful people who you are entrusting your children with. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. And so right now I'm going to ask Steve if he would say a short prayer for Josh and Maritza and for all of our teachers who work with our children and for all the youth, all the young people in this church. If, uh, all, all, all you teens and junior high kids and kids, all you kids, stand up, stand up. We're going to pray for you. We're going to call on Jesus right now for you. Okay, Steve. Our Father in heaven, we're so grateful for your loving kindness. The fact that you're with us and you work among us and we see you in the lives of people as they exhibit the character of Jesus and share love with the people around them. Ask your special blessing now on our teachers, Josh and Maritza, and all the teachers who work with our, our youth and our parents and uh, the church leaders, everyone that takes has a heart for young people, pointing them to, to Christ Jesus our Lord and uh, showing them the way. Bless them, comfort them, give them wisdom, give them uh, self-control and, and so many wonderful characteristics that will help them as they lead these young people. Be with our youth, our children, our young adults who are growing to maturity because they will be the church tomorrow. They'll be taking care of us in our old age. And uh, Father, bless these young people. They're so, they're so talented, they're so bright and, and wonderful, and you've given them so many gifts. Help them to nurture those as they're able to have a heart for, for service to others and a heart for you. Bless them in every way. We love them, and we know you love them even more than us, their parents. So, Father, we commit them into your hands, and we're going to be so excited to see what you do in their lives in this coming year. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Amen. Steve, would you just pass that baton over to Todd, please? If you're a mom and heartfelt, stand up, please. Come on, all you moms, you know who you are. If you're a mom at heartfelt, stand up. If one of those beautiful ladies is near you, reach out to them, hug them, lay your hands on them while Todd gives a prayer for heartfelt. Thank you. Almighty Father, we come to you. We worship you because of who you are, and you're so awesome and special to us. One of the greatest blessings that you've ever given us was mothers who genuinely care for us. And we pray for these heartfelt mothers who lead a very important ministry here that uh, they would display how they've led as mothers and continue that teaching on to other mothers and to be caring. We pray for your blessing on them. Pray for this ministry that it would grow and that it would be more than just something they have to do to something they eagerly desire to do to, to join in fellowship as sisters in Christ and as growing mothers who lead great examples for all of us at this congregation. These things we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Heartfelt is a beautiful, beautiful ministry. Okay, back me up, please. No matter, okay, here we go. I found it. Sorry. Heartfelt is a beautiful ministry, and most of the women that I have asked about the, the young women, all you young women, all you sisters, all you sisters who attend Heartfelt, would you show some appreciation to your heart moms? And celebrate recovery every Thursday night. Every Thursday night. People are hurting in this world. Sometimes we have people in our church family that are hurting. We develop hang-ups and bad habits. We struggle with life in many, many ways. And Celebrate Recovery is a wonderful Christ-centered 12-step program that will point you to the Lord, the healing that Jesus can bring, the recovery that he can bring for all your hurts, habits, and hang-ups. Some of you probably need to come to celebrate recovery, and you're not. Just really think about it. We don't do very good by ourselves. We can't fix ourselves. I know it. You know it. Some of you have never even given Celebrate Recovery a try. You just keep hanging on, trying to pick yourself up, fix yourself. And how's that working for you? Every Thursday night, Celebrate Recovery. Are you in one of our small house groups midweek? It's important. It's one of the most significant ministries of our church family. 
If you can't go and be at one, maybe you can think about hosting one in your house. There is no better way to connect, to build love relationships than to have people in your home or to be in their home and talk about Jesus together, share life together. If you really feel disconnected or if you feel lonely, if you feel like you just don't feel a part of things, there's no greater thing that you could do than to get involved with a midweek grow group. And I assure you, when you spend week after week after week, month after month, year after year, you will love and honor and appreciate the people that you've come to know and love so dearly. We talk about the Lord, we pray for each other, we share our hearts, and beautiful, beautiful things happen in our homes during the week when we get together. So if you'd like to join a grow group, then please uh, let the elders know and we can uh, help get you connected. Kids Jam, Impact, VBS, um, we could go on and on, the things that happen around here with our kids. And uh, everybody, you know, Josh, Josh is what, 24, something like 24, 25, something like that. It's his first time to work in a situation like this with the responsibilities that he has. He's a kid. He's a kid. He's an amazing kid, in my estimation. Does he make mistakes? Yep. Is he as responsible as you are? Probably not. Give him a break. Show him some grace. Bonnie? Bonnie leads our greeting team. She also does a ministry where she sends out cards to people to encourage people. Bonnie, we love you. We love you very, very much. And thank you for what you do. All of you on the greeting team, thank you. You know, when you're on the greeting team, you got to get up a little earlier. You got to get here earlier. You got to put a smile on your face no matter how you feel. And you welcome people. It's not easy to be a greeter. But we're thankful for those of you who are. Trace heads up our security team. After last Sunday in Fort Worth, we're reminded of how important that is. The security team is going to meet after lunch today just to brush up, to communicate, because they want to protect you. One of the people that died in that shooting last Sunday was a member of the security team. You think about that. How many lives may have been saved last week because there were some guys in that church 
who volunteered to be on the security team. And they were willing to step, step in and to do something about the horrible, horrible thing that was about to happen. We appreciate you guys. Give them a hand. Oh, doesn't that look good? Anybody hungry? Yeah, we're fixing to go across the street and eat lunch. Ooh. All right. Well, if it weren't for Victoria and Tanya and their teams, all you good cooks out there, men and women, I'll tell you what, we got some men who can knock it out of the park. Thank you. Thank you very much. They feed us week after week after week after week after week. What wonderful, wonderful people. The maintenance team, that's Drew and a bunch of other guys. We appreciate you. Listen, <laughs> I don't know when's the last time you walked around this whole facility. It's a big place. There's a lot of stuff that goes wrong. There's a lot of things that break down. Just in the last year, we had to buy new air conditioners. We had to buy a new heater recently. We remodeled the bathrooms. There's more work to be done. There's some stuff right now that needs replaced. But not much anything needs repaired because these guys stay on top of it. And uh, we appreciate you very, very much. So let's move on. Oh, I forgot one ministry that is so critically important you couldn't even hear me talk right now. I told the AV guys last week, some of them, not, not all of them were there, but I told some of the AV guys last week, I said, you guys are like the offensive line on the football team. If you get mentioned, it's usually because something bad happened. <laughs> and that shouldn't be, right? I mean, you think about it. They, they're on a rotation, and when it's your turn, you don't, use, you don't get to sit with your family during worship. And the truth is, it's hard to even get your head into worship and praise because you got so much going on and so much you got to take care of and so much to do. It's a huge sacrifice to do that. And it is so valuable because I tell you what, when something goes wrong, when, the, when you don't see it or you don't hear it, everybody's turning around, looking around, what's going, what's wrong, you know. So thank you guys. Let's be more patient. Okay, love God, love people. That's our teaching series. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength in February. Love one another as you love yourself in March. And we really appreciate Todd for organizing this, putting this together. Thank you very much, Todd. And that's what we can look forward to as we move into this new year. Also, we started a, a class today, First Thessalonians in the East Auditorium. Uh, I'm really excited about getting to spend about five months on a book with five chapters in it and small, short chapters, and then uh, 2 Thessalonians, which is even shorter than that. 
Folks, we're going to get down into the meat and the details, and we're going to have a really great time with First and Second Thessalonians. Hope you can come. As most of you know, Luke and Olivia Post will be, and their family will be moving here uh, to end of February, the beginning of March, and uh, they will begin working with our church family. I told, I told the the other elders the other day that if Luke didn't exist, it would be one of the wisest things the church ever did was to hire Olivia to come and work with this church. You will see. I know what I'm talking about. I look forward to them being here. One of the things that, now look, Luke is a doctor in New Testament theology. He has spent a gazillion years on his education. And one of the things that is most dear to his heart is taking a church and discipling it. That's something that I'm really looking forward to is for us to help, get some help with direction in growing from the inside. And that means me and you. And so this is something very important that we're really going to stress in this coming year, and we're going to have a lot of help because he's gone through all kinds of training in this area of how to develop us into Christ's likeness. Spiritual formation, becoming, I mean, not agonizing and trying hard all the time to be a better person or a Christian, but actually being that person. Luke's going to spend a lot of time with this congregation on understanding spiritual gifts learning our spiritual gifts, understanding everyone's role in the body of Christ. How exciting is that? Sometimes we just, I feel like we walk around blindly and a lot of what we do happens by accident. But we're going to be very deliberate in working with the church and understanding what our gifts are and how we can use them in the body of Christ. We're going to be spending significant amounts of time on developing leaders in the church. We, in fact, we, the elders would like, hopefully, prayerfully, that we ordain another elder in this coming year. That's exciting to me. That's something we're going to be working on. And something else that Luke is going to be working with the church is this whole concept of developing leaders. Uh, he's done a lot of work in that area as well. One of the things that we really want to work on is developing a healing prayer ministry. And I mean, in every part of our being, we're broken, and we need healing. Jesus is the great physician. He's the one 
who can take care of us, who can restore us to health. He's the one that we need to turn to. And there are lots and lots of things that we're going to be doing to develop a more prayerful church where we pray together, we pray with one another, we pray in, for the needs of, of the people in our church family. In fact, we're just going to do that right now. Cash, some of you may not have even met Cash. Cash hasn't been coming here very long. This last week, I want you to try to imagine this, okay? In just one week, three of his good friends have died. Three in one week. Now, some of you folks get over there and show him some love and some comfort while I pray. Almighty God, Holy Father, the God of all comfort, the Father that we run to when we hurt, we come to you on behalf of our brother Cash. We pray for him, Father. In many respects, he's devastated and distraught by the news that he's received this week. And it just seems like it just won't stop. It just keeps on coming, keeps happening. And each one is heartache, grief, pain, sorrow. Father, may he feel your abiding presence. May he feel the love of this church family as we gather around him this moment. May he know that you are with him. You will never leave him. You will never forsake him. May he put all his trust, his confidence, his hope in you. And may you take him through this very difficult time. Give him peace of mind. Bring healing to him and help him to move forward in hope. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Another thing that we're going to be addressing in the coming year and hopefully years ahead is spiritual warfare. We're fighting a very real enemy. And for a long time in this church, we've ignored him. One of the things that's very important is that we not only believe the gospel, but we live the gospel. And the gospel is that all nations come together in Christ. We learned over Celebrate Jesus. All things in heaven and on earth are going to be united in Jesus. That's God's plan. That's the work. And so if that's the plan of God, if that's what God wants, we need to be about that. We need to become more interested in other cultures. This is a melting pot of nations right here in Irving, Texas. There are all kinds of nationalities represented in our city. For the most part, I'm afraid we've been insensitive to that. Let's take the gospel 
to everybody. We want to become mission conscious. For too long, we have had blinders on and looked at nothing but ourselves in the mirror. We're going to start looking outward. We're going to start looking at other places, other people that we can reach out to and help. That excites me very much. We're going to re-examine women's role in the church. I know what we've been taught, but we're going to study together, we're going to talk together, and we're going to we're going to see if we've been right all these years and leave it the way it is, or we're going to see if God's will is something more, something else. In conclusion this morning, I'm very excited about this year and the years to come, however many the Lord blesses us with. This is a wonderful church family. As we were standing up, people were standing up in different ministries and everything, did you just happen to notice how many different people stood? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it beautiful that there's so many people? Our participation level is, is great. What we want is all of us, all of us, the whole body of believers here, totally committed, totally sold out to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus if you haven't already done so. He is Lord of all. He is God. He died for you. He died for you. Let's give ourselves to him. Let's honor him. Let's be totally committed to him. This morning in the First Thessalonians class, I read something that archaeologists had uncovered talking about the vow that people there in the first century in Thessalonica had to make to Caesar. Yeah, they had to make a vow to Caesar. That Caesar is Lord. That Caesar is God. And things in the vow were things like, I will give my life to him. I'll give my heart to him. I'll give my resources to him. If there's any way that I see that anybody speaks against him or anything against the, the Roman Empire, I will fight them. I'll destroy them. I'll give my life. All of this stuff, they had to make that commitment, that kind of commitment. Would you give your life for Jesus if it took it? People would give their life for a corrupt, evil world ruler. And he's nothing compared to Jesus. Get involved. If you're not involved in one of our ministries, get involved. 
Be a volunteer. You know what serving does? Serving, helping, giving, loving makes a difference in people's lives. Do you want to make a difference in this world? Or is your world all about you? Do you want to put a smile on some, somebody's face? Do you want to put joy in their heart? Do good. Treat people well. Love them well. Be kind to them. Be generous with them. Show grace to them. Show patience. We, can, we know how to love, don't we? Don't you know how to love somebody? Isn't there someone you love? We know how to love. We do. We know how to love. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Make a decision. I will love well in 2020. I will love my brothers and sisters. I will love my community, my family. Can you love your wife better in 2020? Can you guys? Charles is going to. I see it right now. <laughs> Wives, can you love your husbands better in 2020? Kathy's going to love Boyd better this year, aren't you? Yeah. Boyd, you're a lucky man. Let's just love well. Let's do good. Let's be Jesus to those around us this year. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Praise team, it's all yours.